So I have a question. Yeah. Not to interrupt your story. No, you're fine. It's not important. <laughs> that fine, be Blair. Everything is fine. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. everyone and welcome to the show i'm blair and i'm kirsten and we are mediocre, mediocre content, content as usual <laughs> Yay. it's a bit earlier than normal for us anyway it is currently 6 55 a.m pacific standard time <laughs> which means it's almost 10 a.m here on the east coast yo <laughs> um i am not gonna I promised myself I was not going to complain about how early it is. And I'm on my second cup of coffee and I'm feeling pretty good. So yeah, we're going to roll. It's going to be good. Honestly, I still think it's kind of early even for me. Like I know I start work at eight, but I would prefer not to be up this early all the same, which is still 10 a.m. (laughs) My gosh. So welcome to the holiday episode. Yes. We're going to try and be as cheery as possible the whole time. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) We'll we'll do our best. I I enjoy talking about the holidays more than I enjoy sometimes participating in the holidays. I was going to say this time of year for me tends to be like I have a routine where I get I plan all of these wonderful things and then I get super overwhelmed (laughs) and then I go to all the things and then I get sick and it's great. It's a fun time. The end result to every good holiday is getting some type of sickness. The amount of times I have been had the sniffles on Christmas is a lot. It's absurd. A lot of times. (laughs) I can't tell if it's like from being around everybody or just being out of my house for the first time in months. (laughs) Like (laughs) like my immunity is just tanked. Yeah. (laughs) Very overwhelmed. Uh, yeah it's it so shout out to all of you who are like extroverts and (laughs) have a great time at Christmas and do a lot of really fun things we're gonna do a lot of really fun things too and I'm excited about seeing family and all that stuff but it's just like yeah it's gonna be a a season you know what I mean Mm, mm -hmm. the season that keeps on giving (laughs) head colds head colds (laughs) head colds the flu all of those things so yeah Stay healthy out there if you can also That's right. your travels. Like get your, your flu shot. Please. <laughs> I can't say a whole lot. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't be calling me out like that. <laughs> your husband is a nurse. I know, I know. He actually he just got his and um one of our friends decided to get the flu shot on top of her booster and oh, she God. was like out out. I felt so I, bad. <laughs> I Caroline did that too. She Ugh. got, she got, um, her COVID booster and yes. the flu shot on the same day that ooh, I would not recommend. No, space it out y'all space it out. I, definitely space it out. Like if you plan on doing both, please don't do them at the same time because she felt immediately terrible for like yeah. 24 or 48 hours. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Ugh. I also want to say in this holiday special, because they tend well, our last one ran kind of long, but because they tend to be a little bit longer, we are not going to have any good news this time. The good news is it's the season for giving, you know, that's right. <laughs> We're giving you a special. So go out, spend some time with family. <laughs> yeah. Use some holiday lights. That's you right. Know. 
all the fun things or if you don't celebrate anything have fun inside being cozy and warm and drinking hot cocoa or whatever mm-hmm. warm beverage of choice that you go for correct <laughs> yeah i agree um and as always uh our disclaimer yes so uh you know we're not experts no. this this podcast won't be medical related so i i feel like <laughs> we're pretty good um we're just yeah. we're going to go over you know some holiday traditions and uh popular toys of the season you yeah. know so if we leave anything out feel free to let us know and um it's obviously not all inclusive otherwise we'd need <laughs> like 5 hours um <laughs> even so then so um you know just let us know if we leave anything out and like if you want to do your own fun little um research on toys or mm-hmm. holidays of other countries or like whatever you want to do feel free to do that and share it with us exactly and if we don't mention something that you celebrate we'd love to know so that also if you've got some cool holiday stories or things you want to share we're always game for that yeah i love learning about other people's traditions it's yes, super fun absolutely especially ones that aren't really like national or international or like mainstream it's cool to yeah. see like what other people have invented for their holiday question question yeah. Do you do, do you do the pickle thing in the Christmas tree? No, (laughs) no, I don't do that either. No, no pickles. In fact, we don't even put up a Christmas tree because, you know, Cougar ate through our last one. So we said, oh yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) Oh, I need to tell you about the decoy tree. Oh yeah. Before we get started. So, (laughs) um, this, this year, Mm -hmm. um, so last year we had just like a small little two foot tree that like is a tabletop tree right and there's like little tiny ornaments that jinx loves obsessed (laughs) with the little tiny ornaments pulls it's a fun game we wake up in the morning and we find all the ornaments on the floor and then we put them back up it's really it's a fun time it's a good tradition for anyone with cats yeah um so we have that tree still and then this year um we have our first like actual like house so or it's like a townhouse sort of. And so we bought like a real tree. Right. Oh. And it's well, not a real, a, it's tree. a real tree in the <laughs> fact that it's like seven yes. feet tall, but it's not real in the fact that it is plastic. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we put ornaments on it and a bunch of other stuff and, um, it, and so far, and we put out the other tree too. So mm. far, they have been falling for the decoy tree. They oh. only, they only recognize that there's the two foot tree. That's nice. And I've been bragging about this to everyone. So <laughs> I'll post the video when my cat like fully attacks the tree and it's like all over the living room and everything. So just wait for it guys. It's coming. I'm but really as of hopeful. right, as of right now, mm-hmm. everything is fine. And <laughs> yeah, they are staying away from the big tree. I feel like it's only a matter of time, honestly. <laughs> right? Yeah for that and I also I've seen tons of videos of people zip tying the ornaments to the trees or putting up yeah. like a fence system and I like so <sighs> I also I decorated their cat tree and oh. I zip tied ornaments to that so nice. I'm hoping that'll also act as a decoy that is so smart yeah keep yeah. them active I I haven't even put there's no decorations in my house because of said cats and um nothing is safe I even put uh I had these Christmas earrings that were sitting on my dresser and two days ago they disappeared. And I know Lynx at some point jumped up there and has now hidden them. (laughs) 
somewhere. Oh, no. I have not been able to find them. So it happens regardless of whether it's ornaments or not. Oh my God. It's just anything that's out. <laughs> well, I guess that works out too. You're not really, you're traveling for Christmas, right? You guys yeah. are going places. Yeah. So we, yeah. it's, it's like, we'll put it up just to deal with them messing with it. And then break it down immediately right yeah, <laughs> and yeah i'll yeah. be here to enjoy it anyway so yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it all works out it's fine it's it good um so we've got uh quite a few things in this first half about said celebrations and the different celebrations across the world um i would also like to reiterate i looked for a couple of sources on these I guarantee you it's not all of them. <laughs> it's just like the main ones that would pop up, you know? Um, and we're going to go through them and tell you what other people are celebrating. Uh, I will say that we're starting off with kind of a creepy one. So I apologize. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> I was not excited. I totally uh, brain dumped this one after the movie came out because it was really scary. So I have never seen Krampus before. And I, I, I really want I need to watch it. No, don't. Anyway, for okay, those that don't know, <laughs> one of the holidays is called Krampus Knocked. And as it sounds, it's from Germany and other European countries and apparently some in Australia as well. Um, it's celebrated on December 5th and it actually occurs like the start of Krampusnacht occurs the night before with another holiday that we'll talk about next. But basically this is a creature, a devil-like creature that is supposed to scare children and convince them not to be bad and I believe that the story is that if you are bad, he'll like eat you, like he'll steal the child away and eat you. And if you've never seen a picture of this thing, feel free to Google Krampus. You will one, find the movie and two, find a horrifying creature that will live in your <laughs> nightmares forever and you will never be a bad kid again. <laughs> Love it. Uh, it's very, very, very spooky, but um, it's become so popular in like even American culture that uh, they... I think there is costumes for like Halloween now that you can wear oh. and pretend to be Krampus for the spooky season. So nice. it carries over into a beautiful fall winter <laughs> Krampus knocked. <laughs> I love that. It's giving it's giving Dwight Schrute energy. Um it's yeah. also it's also giving like nightmare before Christmas, but like for real. Oh, oh yeah. It's it's very I think it's very scary. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it arrived here. I don't know the history of Krampusnacht, mm -hmm. um, but I can tell you that uh, I will not be celebrating. That's fair. Um, yeah. And like, I think using fear is a very <laughs> interesting thing uh, during the holiday yeah. season, but uh, whatever floats your boat, honestly. Look, you know, I feel like when I thought of Christmas and, you know, you're like, oh, don't be naughty or Santa's going to put coal in your, in your stocking. And then there's Krampus who's like, oh, don't be naughty or I'll eat you for dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. There's, it's <laughs> two like, two oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We um, love, um, I, honestly, yeah. Santa's, Santa's punishment seems pretty tame now. Honestly. I would agree. I will take yeah. the coal over being eaten, but the good news is it's not all scary because, as I mentioned, there is a holiday. It starts off the day before, so December 4th that evening. Um, there's a lead-up called St. Nicholas Day or the Feast of St. Nicholas. I've also seen it being called, but mm -hmm. basically there's this saint, St. Nicholas, 
And the story is that he sold everything that he owned and devoted himself to serving people and caring for sick and suffering people, giving money to them. And the point is the night before Krampus, uh, St. Nicholas is known for distributing candies and chocolates and little gifts. So kids will put out their shoes and in their shoes, they'll put out carrots and hay. <laughs> and uh, St. Nicholas will come along and exchange it for the little treat. And I celebrated, I, I'm going to put this in quotations. I celebrated this when I was in French class in high school. And during this time of year, we would also be asked to take off our shoes and put them outside the hall. And by the end of class, we would have treats in our shoes. <laughs> yeah. So um, a lot of I was reading through this mm-hmm. last night and like mm-hmm. a lot of these holidays um, give me big memories of um, Catholic school because oh. we also so for St. Nicholas Day, we would put our shoes out in the hallway um, every class would. So like the shoes are, or the shoes are like lining the hallway for everybody. And the teachers would continue on with the day. And then at the end of the day, we would, um, like go out into the hallway and get our shoes and there'd be cute little treats yeah. and stuff in there. That's so cute. Yeah. yeah. This is a very, it's weird that it's, I consider it a fond memory, but I, I really did enjoy learning about other holidays and things. Of course, you know, there's different ones throughout the year that we'd celebrate as well, but I do have a memory of this one as well. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just fun. Um, so that is those two combined. So it's St. Nicholas day goes into Krampus knocked. Those two are related and linked, which is interesting. The vibes are very different <laughs> anyway. Um, oh my God. <laughs> moving forward, uh, there is the feast of the immaculate conception. Mm-hmm. This is celebrated on December 8th and is not to be confused with the Annunciation of the Lord. There's two different things. And I think for some reason they get these two confused. So Feast of Immaculate Conception has to do with the Virgin Mary being birthed by her mother. So she's in the womb of St. Anne. Mm-hmm. And it's also known as the Holy Day of Obligation and is celebrated in Holy Mass. Yes. Uh, So it's celebrated by family meals, processions, parades, all honoring the Virgin Mary. And obviously the difference between this celebration and the Annunciation of the Lord is that the Annunciation of the Lord has to do with Mary being willing to conceive Jesus Christ. Um, So two different things, but both related to Mary. One is Mary being a baby with her own mom. Mm -hmm. And the second is the acceptance of conception of Mary with Jesus Christ. So that's that one. Yeah. I feel like I remember going to mass on one of those days. Oh, really? For in school, you know, we'd have like a special mass or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I having not been raised Catholic and not have been to mass. I don't know. I should should clarify. (laughs) I was not raised Catholic either. Um, I just went to Catholic school. So I like learned all of these things. I know a lot about the Catholic religion, but I was never, yeah, it's, it was a fun, it was a fun experience. It wasn't, um, Mm. it wasn't like bad or anything, but, um, yeah. So I have all this like knowledge of the Catholic religion, um, Mm. that I will never put to use other than right now. So, uh, (laughs) buckle up everybody. Yeah. uh, swagger your skills in the Catholic world. Okay. 
the next one I think a lot of people are aware of is Hanukkah. Uh, it is an eight-day celebration starting the evening of the 28th of November and ending on the 6th of December. And it's nice. got a couple of names. So Hanukkah, that's the one we all know and love. But there's yep. also Chanukah. Uh, I, I would like, uh, I don't uh, know. I don't know if this is true. Okay. Correct me in the comments or whatever <laughs> if I'm wrong. Okay. But I feel like C-H-A-N-U-K-A-H is just Hanukkah, but in Hebrew, maybe? Okay, that could be right. Well, and it's the second name in the list has two K's. So it's like yeah. Chanaka and Chanakaha, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. Forgive. I don't know. I, I, don't I feel know. like that is it. I feel like we're just saying the same thing. I feel like that as well. Um, <laughs> so again, corrections always welcome. Uh, but the other names are Feast of Dedication, Festival of Lights, uh, Feasts of Maccabees. Mm -hmm. Also, forgive, not sure what that's. No, that's to. so. Um, there's like a whole story that goes with Hanukkah. Also, oh, okay. just more religious background for me. I <laughs> minored in religion in college, Correct. so I know small things, not big things, small things. <laughs> um, and we and so there's a whole story that goes with thanks or not Thanksgiving. Geez. Um, we are past. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> there's a whole story, just like, you know, the nativity story right. with Christmas, the Jews also have, um, a story that goes with Hanukkah. And I believe it has something to do. There's, um, the Maccabees are like a family in the Jewish faith that traveled, mm. There okay. was some traveling. This is very vague. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and so there's, the, but they're a prominent um, family in Jewish scripture. There, that's what I'll say. Gotcha. So, um, so yeah, that's that's a thing. Nice. That's all I got. I'm sorry. I mean, that's totally more than I had, <laughs> other than the pronunciation. So. Um, or uh, the final one that they have in here is Jewish festival. So it is a Jewish holiday. Um, the common tradition for Hanukkah is to ignite the menorah. And the families of Jewish faith have these menorahs in their houses. And they like have a succession of lighting each candle in a particular order and seeing, singing uh, Judaic blessings before and during the lighting process. So it's like a, a ritualistic situation where they're lighting candles and I think we'll get to this part but uh Christmas uh is it Christmas or Easter I feel it's, nobody come for me especially my mom don't don't come for me but I don't know if it's both or if it's Christmas or Easter but uh Christianity also has ceremonies with lighting candles in a very specific order yeah <laughs> I'm raising my hand um it's it's Lent Okay. Lent. I yes, thought because, I have a reference somewhere with that. <laughs> yes. It's Lent and you do, so there's 40 days of Lent and you do one candle each week and then right. there's the candle for Easter. Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. I knew I was referencing that somewhere. Again, mom, don't come for me, please. <laughs> um, so that is Hanukkah. Um, next up we have St. Lucia Day also named the Ooh. festival of lights. 
can I can I do this one? Because yes, please. I did a pro- in Catholic school. I did a project on her. <laughs> okay, go. For I it. told you I have a lot to contribute to it's this. It's like episode. opening a box of Blair's religion knowledge. I love it. I know. It's, <laughs> I did not expect this to happen. In I love this it. Episode. Okay, so Saint Lucia has also named also named the Festival of Lights, which is ma- majorly celebrated in Sweden, Norway, and the Swedish speaking areas of Finland. Um, this day falls on the 13th of December in honor of St. Lucia or St. Lucy, mm-hmm. as she is also commonly called. And she is the earliest Christian martyr. Um, she was murdered after she was accused of providing food to Christians living in living and hiding in the mazes of underground tunnels below the city of Rome. Ooh. Yes. Um, so this festival is celebrated as um so girls walk around dressed customarily with wreaths on their head hmm. with like candles um, coming out of the wreath. And so for those of you who were into American Girl in <laughs> in your youth, um, think of the doll Kirsten. Think of her Christmas outfit. That's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's spelled different, though. Of course um, it is. It always but is. yeah, so it's usually like a white dress with like mm-hmm. some kind of red bow and then there's a wreath with actual like lit candles, which I feel like is very hazardous. Um, I was about to say that makes me very concerned, (laughs) but they have the four candles like you would see in the church. Like they've got the four. um, And yeah. So this winter holiday signifies light in the middle of a long, dark Nordic winter. I can imagine it is super dark (laughs) yeah yeah northern lights be popping though oh my gosh i I feel like that would be really cool to see but anyway that's awesome yeah that's saint lucia i do think that having fully lit candles on top of a wreath a headdress would be kind of problematic after some time um but you know what that's really pretty all the same yeah and i i also it gives me um just the description of this festival mm-hmm. gives me Christmas market vibes, you know, yeah. and they have a lot of those over in Europe, which I feel yeah. like would be also really cool to see and yeah. participate in. So for sure. Neat. Um, okay. Next we have a, uh, Latin American holiday, which is really cool. I did not know. I mean, I did not know this one was a thing, which is really Yeah, exciting. I got nothing for this one. Yeah. So this one is called Las Posadas. Uh, it's celebrated between December 16th and the 24th. And it is traditionally held in Mexico and again, parts of Latin America. And it translates to the inns. Um, there are over nine nights of celebrations. These are parties that are held in different people's houses. And there's uh, before each gathering that they have, the guest will form a procession to mark Mary and Joseph's search for the inn on the night of Jesus's birth. So if you know the Christmas story, they were searching for somewhere to stay so that, you know, they would have the evening. And this is also where Mary gave birth to Jesus in the manger scene. Pretty traditional um, storyline. Uh, but the march is usually led by an angel to be symbolic of the act of them finding shelter in the stable Uh, where they were unable to find lodging in Bethlehem and basically just celebrating with prayers and food and music, just tons of celebrations uh, at multiple people's homes for this, which I think is super cool and also super fun because I'd love to have uh, this giant like week-long celebration. (laughs) Yes. Super fun. 
It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I feel like we jam a lot into the 24th and the 25th and those are Mm -hmm. only two days, but if you had a week to celebrate, imagine what we could do, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I like the idea of like going to different people's homes and like having a party. It's like kind of, it, they, it's kind of like a house crawl sort of where you like go to (laughs) everybody, you know, and they have food and stuff. That seems like fun. It does seem like fun. I I would like to participate in that. Um. And then we have the winter solstice, uh, which I guess, I don't know that I considered this a holiday. I mean, I guess it is, but for it's some a holiday reason, to some people, yeah, that's true. I, I hear the winter solstice and I just kind of think of like a time frame more yeah. than a celebration, I guess, but clearly, uh, other people have different intentions. So winter solstice can occur. It's kind of transient. So it can occur on the 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Um, but 20th and 23rd are rare, apparently. Uh, basically, individuals will light up bonfires and candles to lure back the sun on this particular day. Uh, and it's just to signify we are so tired of it being cold and dark, <laughs> is what I'm gathering from this. Seems reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> um, so winter solstice is just trying to bring back the warmth and the sun. Please come back. <laughs> yeah. When, when the seasonal depression hits too hard, you have a winter solstice party. That's right. So you just, you have it when you're ready to have it. That's right. <laughs> what this sells me. Uh, the next one uh, I think is hilarious. Best of us. Best of us. <laughs> Would you like to take this one? Feel free. Best of us for the rest of us. Okay. Um, so Festivus is a secular holiday normally celebrated on December 23rd. It is mainly meant as an alternative to the pressures and commercialization of of the Christmas season. However, it has also become a day to celebrate the everlasting comedy of the 1990s television show Seinfeld. The usual holiday tradition of a tree is manifested in an unadorned aluminum pole, which is in direct contrast to the normal holiday materialism of a tree. (laughs) it's materialism kirsten okay (laughs) sure those attending festivus may also participate in the airing of grievances this is my favorite part (laughs) the airing of grievances which is an opportunity to tell others how they have disappointed you in the past year followed by a festivus dinner and then completed by the feats of strength where the head of the household must be pinned love (laughs) this is the greatest um All of these traditions are based upon events in the Seinfeld episode and our festival, our festivist traditions also have roots that predate Seinfeld as it began in the household of Dan O'Keefe, AKA a television writer who created um, and, or who was, who was credited for writing the Mm. Seinfeld episode. Nice. Um, So yeah, the traditional greeting would be happy festivist. Cute. So yeah. yeah. I, um, I love the idea of airing the grievances and I think it's hilarious. Uh, I, that, uh. <laughs> I love it. Cause I feel like we all have them around this time frame, but we all just keep it bottled up and we're like, you know what? We're just going to push through. Everything's those- <laughs> going to be happy. <laughs> those grievances become the next year's grievances. And it's just, you know, gotta air that stuff out. So then do. that way you can move into the new year with the clean conscience right. and just like a nice vibe. How gorgeous. We support that. <laughs> Next year, I'm having a festivist party. I'm manifesting okay. it now. We're I doing it. It'll be fun. Full support. Uh, I would want, we might have one too. Um, you know what? Let's both manifest one. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And it's we could, plan. I mean, I 
traditionally celebrated on December 23rd, but I feel like that's just too busy of a time for people. Absolutely. So we're going to have it in that awkward, like week between Christmas mm-hmm. and new year's. That's great. You got to yeah. start it off. Right. I think that's reasonable. Um, so speaking of our holidays, Christmas is obviously a big one for a lot of people. Uh, that is the next one on our list and no offense. I feel like we hear about Christmas so much, uh, Ugh. that it doesn't need tons of time, but I will say, uh, I think a lot of people who celebrate Christmas would probably agree it's lost a lot of its luster because I would, I would tend to stray on the fact that it's a lot about, you know, who you're, who you're buying for, what you're buying for them. It's become very much like a gift holiday more than a celebration of life, which is what it originated as, uh, which that life being Jesus Christ. So it's uh, commemorating the birth of Jesus. Yeah. It's definitely become like the capitalists have really taken over and made it about gifts, which is, I mean, I also have this theory that as kids, you know, you like love Christmas because it's a, it's a great time for you as a kid. Right. But as you get older, you hate Christmas because you have yeah. to spend money and mm-hmm. go to things that you don't necessarily want to go to. And so I feel like, I feel like it's easy to kind of say that as, but I agree with you obviously, yeah. but like, I think it's easier to say it as an adult. Because as a kid, yeah. you ask me if I don't like Christmas, I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Christmas is the best. <laughs> Absolutely. I would agree. And, you know, it's it's very fun. Uh, you know, let me backtrack. I feel like it could be a lot of fun if, you know, we weren't so focused on the individual gifts and just celebrating the time together. True. But I will also say sometimes that's really difficult too, especially when you're like, our family is very widespread at this mm-hmm. point. Like we, mm-hmm. we cover a lot of States. And so I'm sure other people feel this too. You want to see everyone and make sure that you connect with everyone. And it seems like this is the time of year to do that, which means everybody's doing the same thing. So you just sit in traffic for what feels like yeah. days. And then by the end of it, you're exhausted. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say as like, someone who has had to work on Christmas Mm. for many years this year will actually be my Chris and I found out that like this year is the first year we won't actually have to work on Christmas and we'll get to spend Christmas together which is kind of (laughs) cool um but you kind of like when you have that you kind of make your own Christmas you know especially if you don't have kids right so like obviously if you have kids it's a little bit different but we you know we just have the cats so it's we kind of make our own Christmas, which is, I feel like a good way to do it too. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be on December 25th. If you know, if you can't make it be on December 25th, you know, that's right. It's about being with family. That's right. Being with family, spending time away from work, letting your mind get a little reprieve. Yeah. So that is Christmas in a nutshell. (laughs) Nailed it. Um, and then we're coming to Kwanzaa. Um, Kwanzaa is a seven-day festival in African-American culture and heritage. Uh, It does begin on December 26th, um, and it ends January 1. So millions of individuals in America and obviously some worldwide will celebrate this festival wearing traditional African clothing for the whole celebration. Uh, And groups will also observe St. Lucia's Day in their homes by having their oldest daughter dress in white and provide coffee and baked goods 
some of the goods that they have for their family members or visitors to the home could be saffron bread. They also have ginger biscuits, which sound really good. Ginger biscuits. <laughs> that makes me really hungry. Um, and basically Kwanzaa is this spiritual holiday where they all gather together, decorate their homes, uh, particularly with fruits and vegetables and light their kinara. So very fun. Again, another week-long-ish celebration, which sounds like a lot of fun as opposed to cramming it in like 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's Osaka Festival. This is on the 31st of December. This is in Japanese culture, also named Japanese New Year. It's celebrated by cleansing homes, eliminating last year's clutter by cleaning it top to bottom. And people plan a feast with their friends and family and have some really awesome traditional Japanese foods. So it's ringing in the new year with good stuff. So I like the idea, and this is going to be controversial. I love the <laughs> idea of like cleaning my house oh, yeah. and eliminating last year's clutter as a holiday. Ooh, I love that as well. <laughs> I, uh, that's I so great. I, we should. We I should. mean, we're going to be home for New Year's, so this might be like the perfect opportunity yeah. <laughs> to start uh, planning some Osaka in our own home. <laughs> yes. Just Marie Kondo it. Just do it. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. That's great. I, I try to like annually, you know, clean out my closet and, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that, but it's just nice to like do it all in like once a span of a week instead of just like here and there, you know? Yeah. A nice, good new year's purge is what we need. That's, That's for right. the home. I would just like to preface a purge oh, of the God. home. <laughs> I'm going to be very no. clear. There's a lot of movies out there that might give you the wrong impression, but I just want to purge my house. That's all. Of clutter. Of, of clutter. clutter. <laughs> Why do I need to specify that? I just want to, I want to get rid of all my junk. I'm not cats just not junk. cats not husbands just just the clutter <laughs> uh anyway moving right along Me. okay <laughs> here we go the final one that is on our list is new year's eve which i'm sure everybody is very familiar with and the fun thing i find about this i'm not gonna like go too much into it but the fun thing that i like about new year's eve is that everyone technically celebrates it at a different time their time yes <laughs> so like everybody is celebrating on the other side of the world and then america is just like oh it's our turn <laughs> and i love that for us <laughs> yeah i do too and i just yeah. i think i think it would be cool i don't think this is i don't know if it's possible i feel mm -hmm. like it could be but i think it would be cool to like start <laughs> you know yeah. on one side of the world and then yes. like travel and celebrate new year's oh like gosh. every time it happens and then you would have like so many yeah time zone or whatever i think that would be super cool it's like in a stadium where everybody does the wave you're just like right. waving new year's in for right. each country <laughs> you have like a different outfit for each yeah. <laughs> for each one yeah exactly it could really really be fun that would be a lot of fun i love that no yeah Cause I always watch the New York one. I don't actually, since this is the first new year's I'll be on the West coast. What? Ooh. Yeah. Cause new year's is going to happen at like 9 PM. <laughs> How exciting for you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That is, I, I'm just funny. now thinking about that. That's so weird. I like the New York one the best though. Like, I don't know what they do out here. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe either. they just replay the New York one. Maybe they're just like, Oh, reset. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That'd be interesting. You'll have to oh. let me know how it goes. Yeah, I'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> Yee. Um, 
Are you ready for a break? Yeah, let's do a break. Okay, we'll see you guys soon. Hey, Hey. we're the husbands of of mediocre mediocre content. Bringing you an ad segment that's missing well in ad. This is a break brought to you by us because we're the only ones crazy enough to sponsor this thing. If you'd be interested in sponsoring the Mediocre Content Podcast, and we understand if you aren't, contact our mediocre wives at mediocrecontentpodcast at gmail.com. For now, enjoy this brief break from the podcast before we throw you back into more unimportant, dare we say, Mediocre Content. Welcome back from the break, you guys. That's the last time you'll have to hear that ad. So <laughs> congratulations on that. New year. Made new it ad. through. Yeah, made yeah. it through. Um, so we just got done talking about like New Year's. Um, do you have any like resolutions figured out yet? Or are you still like waiting? I'm kind of over resolutions, if I'm being honest. I, I've heard a couple of people say that they don't make resolutions at the beginning of the year. They actually make them in September. There's some like background with that where like September is considered like a new fresh start. I mean, kids go to school, you start the new, you know, you start off different, uh, start off in the year and September a lot of the times, but, um, I've actually also heard people starting new habits instead of like ending old habits in the new year. So oh yeah. For you sure. know, like their new resolution is to start doing certain things. But um, for me, I feel like that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I yeah. don't like putting unnecessary pressure on myself. So if I feel like I want to start something, I just start it whenever I'm feeling up to starting it. <laughs> that seems not. good. Yeah. You know, what about you? What kind of stock do you put in that? So usually I like to try and reflect on the previous year and there are things like I set goals, maybe not resolutions, but like things, very broad things that I would like to to start doing or things that I would like to like new habits. I guess that was a good way you put that. Um, so like, I'll say, I want to read more and, you know, I feel like that's a pretty common one. Mm -hmm. Um, and I read what, like one book this year. So I feel like if I read two books next year, it'll be, right. it'll shake out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, um, it's more about just like starting new habits and like putting goals out into the universe. It's not necessarily like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the gym five times a week. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not that serious. I would agree. I think even if you have fitness goals or wellness goals or whatever your goals are for the year, just I, I can tell you from personal experience, and that's why I've kind of changed my outlook as well. Make them realistic, make them attainable, because then what happens is they call it like the drop off where everybody has mm-hmm. like these ambitious goals, which is good. It's so good to have ambitious goals, but make sure that the milestones that you put out for yourself are attainable so that you can manage it across the time frame instead of just like, I'm going to be at the gym all the time. Maybe say, I'd like to start maybe going for a walk once every once in a while, like once a week, or maybe once every couple of weeks, just give yourself real realistic milestones with your lifestyle. Yeah. Well, I think you make a good point of why, if I feel like I need to, it's good to like reevaluate where you are even throughout Mm -hmm. the year, not necessarily just at the beginning, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you feel like you want to start a new habit or whatever in September or mm-hmm. July or whatever it is, then do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just 
start small steps and give yourself that motivation by meeting those smaller goals so that your larger goal comes into focus a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to talk about toys. Speaking of <laughs> capitalism, uh, not that we were at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to talk about toys. So through the years, popular Christmas gifts have changed with the times. Um, so we're going to pretty much highlight the 90s, 2000s. And then this year, like what the top toys are based on certain categories. Um, and so obviously this is based on Christmas gift popularity. It's not an all-inclusive list. And then also it's specific to the U.S. And realistically, all of this is subjective. So if you had a favorite toy, you know, <laughs> let us know about it. We'll talk yeah. about it for you. Yeah, we'll do like an add-on or whatever you want. Yes. But yeah, if you had a favorite toy, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So without further ado, in the 90s, we're going to just list a bunch of different things and talk about it. So let's see. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figurines. I feel like that's, I liked these. Yeah, that's fair. I honestly, I, we were not a Ninja Turtle household. No, I don't know. We didn't fill up. So it wasn't my vibe. And then Philip, I think was really young in the nineties, mm, you know, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so the other day I, the second one on this list is pogs, which I just learned what those are. I had oh. no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, nice. So I had no idea what those were. Um, and my coworker pulled them up on her phone and they're basically like what I can describe as like poker chips for kids, but they nice. don't play poker with them. They're just like little, they have like designs on them and stuff. Right. It's cute. Yeah. I, I don't know. That. I mean, it's just like another collectible. It kind of, feels yeah. Like. Yeah. It's yeah. like the silly bands kind of situation. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's like that. Um, Barney. Ooh, <laughs> we were a big Barney household. We were as well. It was uh, literally the first show apparently I ever watched as a child. And there is a either a video or a photo uh, of me at Virginia Beach in our condo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was in one of those little like baby walker thingies where you can walk, but it like assists you. And because yeah. um, you have baby legs. And so right. I was walking past the TV and I guess Barney was on and I like stopped. It was like transfixed on the screen. Oh, <laughs> like, that is what they've told me. <laughs> so for my several first several years of life. So there mm -hmm. was Barney. Right. And then there was his like sidekick, the green one. Her name was Baby Bop, I think. Yes. Yes. So I called her Boobop. For, like, <laughs> the first... Same, same. <laughs> yeah. Similar, similar, but different. Oh my um, yeah. So that's fun fact about me. Wasn't her uh, brother's name Spike? Yeah. I think, I think. he was like yellow. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> I think so. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Mm. Um, so the next one is a talk boy, which honestly I've never heard of, but it was originally yeah. seen in Home Alone 2. And basically it's a voice changing cassette recorder. Right. Yeah. Which I, seems like fun. I didn't know what this was either. I had to look it up. Um, and I did watch the Home Alone movies, but I never attributed this particular thing as a toy from the movie. I just, okay, I guess. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I honestly, this is uh, controversial yet brave. Um, I have <laughs> only seen Home Alone like once, I think. Yeah. It's not my favorite movie. It so. was not, it was not in our like 
rotation. We were no. very much into like the claymation. Me too. Uh, rain yes. or what is Rudolph. it? Rudolph. Rudolph. There we go. Yep. Yes. And Frosty the Snowman animation one. And yes. the ones that played on ABC Family nonstop, <laughs> like those ones. Yeah, we were definitely that as well. Uh, actually, Tyler was telling me about one from his childhood, the Jack Frost movie where like the dad passes away and becomes a snowman. Yes. Something like that. I actually found that one kind of creepy. So that one's yeah. also not on my list, but like no. it was one that like he and his mom watched all like every year. So yeah, it was the claymation ones, the um, the Frosty the Snowman animation, and there was another one. Oh, the Charlie Brown. Oh yeah, yeah, classic. Love it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> moving right along. Um, Power Rangers, very popular, still very popular today. I think. Mm-hmm. I think um, so. I like them. Beanie Babies, Kirsten. Do you want to <laughs> explain this little comment here about documentary about Beanie Babies? Okay, so I forget what channel it's on. I There's so many subscriptions. Just look it up. So there's a Beanie Babies documentary. And basically it goes from start to finish on the popularity and the craziness that happened around Beanie Babies. And I watched this documentary and I have to admit it's it was definitely more for the parents than it was for the children. And yes, that's what the documentary is trying to say because people, so Beanie Babies as a company uh, was basically getting ripped off by individuals who would manifest themselves as spokespersons, but were not part of the company at all. And it ended up getting really out of hand. And there's like famous women in particular who are associated with Beanie Babies, but never worked for the company. And it's because of their work with traveling and hoarding and, like trading these beanie babies <laughs> they Whoa. made whole careers out of it it's insane i highly recommend the documentary it was amazing to watch and just kind of like chuckle <laughs> does it answer the question if beanie babies are actually worth anything uh yeah it does okay. actually um and of course like all things it's kind of subjective in the long term mm-hmm. um I would say nowadays, not really. It really depends on which ones you're getting. And again, because it's subjective, even if you put something on eBay for a million dollars, it's that one niche person. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. That finds the value. Yeah. 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 I had, I had a lot of Beanie Babies growing up. I still have Beanie Babies. Yeah. (laughs) I think I do too somewhere. I don't know where they are though. Yeah. I In the attic, I think maybe. I mean, that's where most people would store them these days, I would say. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next one is Tickle Me Elmo. Very popular. I remember this toy. Yeah. I not. I mean, I didn't have one. It wasn't. (laughs) It was a little below my age group, I think, when it came out. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I think uh, actually, I think Caden, weirdly enough, had a Tickle Me Elmo. Yeah, it seems like his 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 age group group, for sure. Yeah. All right. Tamagotchi. Love. (laughs) So. I did not have a Tamagotchi ever. Sad. I had a Neopet. Do you know what that oh, is? Oh, yes. I used to yeah. love Neopets. Yeah. I had a Neopet. Um, to- I got missed by the Tamagotchi crowd. They are so good. And now apparently you can still buy them. If you go to Target, not sponsored, they do have ones that uh, you can link to your phone apparently now. They have reached the digital age. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God. Because <laughs> that's what we were looking for, honestly. I mean, yeah, honestly. These are, I mean, the, let's be honest. The Tamagotchis nowadays are not for children. Ooh. They are for us. Absolutely. Really. <laughs> for, for beasts. And then Kirsten put a comment, horrifying. 
because they are. I hate those things. I will die by that. I know that it's cliche and stereotypical and everybody hates on Furbies. I despise these things. They are creepy. They talk without batteries and they need to burn. Strong opinion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, it. I had one and it I had to take the batteries out and Uh like hide it somewhere because Uh it kept talking to me in the middle of the night and I'm like sir I am trying to sleep (laughs) I hate them (laughs) literally can't stand them they need to get out (laughs) yeah they looked really cool on tv though yeah and they had lots of different versions of course yeah yeah Yeah. I yeah it I got it for Christmas I was excited about it and then it like it was not that great no <laughs> um there were also like following furbies there were also all of those pets that were like for real friends do you remember those i do and also do you remember like the eye dog and the eye cat i do we i had, had one of those we had yeah. one as well like all of these virtual or like battery operated pets those were like mm-hmm. the thing because they also had trolls which i think were also pretty popular which i also did not really like no, they didn't talk or anything they were just dolls but yeah yeah i yeah i i tried to convince myself that uh-huh. like because my mom wouldn't let us have any pets right we had uh-huh. we got we got socks like when i <laughs> i was in seventh grade something like that so as a kid i was like mom i really I really want like a, a a dog or like a pet of some kind. And they were like, no, we're not doing it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I want a for real friend and therefore I can have a pet, but it was not, it was not the same. It is not the same. It was not the same. <laughs> My little 10 year old brain was not. <laughs> Understandable. Okay. And then Pokemon cards closing mm. out the nineties as a very popular toy. And honestly, like my niece and nephew, they are obsessed with Pokemon cards and they're what, like 10 and 13 now, like crazy. Yeah. It, we, there's, there was a craze when we were in Florida. And as you know, there were people getting freaking trampled for Pokemon cards because the value like shot out up like exponentially. Yeah. And yeah. during that time we did sell our hoard of Pokemon cards and we got pretty decent money for it i'm not gonna nice. lie uh we had a lot of first editions in there because we've been i mean at the time we were collecting for funsies you know right. so yeah my brother and i would go or tyler and you know when he was growing up would collect them and I, we got quite a bit of money for them so nice money well worth it just saying i think i think mine are still like in a binder in my parents <laughs> attic <laughs> probably um in Let's the plastic covering though so oh, yeah in pristine yeah. condition and that's exactly the way I had to have them as a child. Yeah. <laughs> it's very particular. Type A. Yeah. Type A. Yeah. As expected. I think it's an Elisa Frank binder. <laughs> that also just throws me back. Throwing that out there. <laughs> oh, man. I love that stuff. The Lisa Frank, like, mm, school mm-hmm. supplies. Ugh, so good. Still, Obsessed. Yeah. Okay. In the truth, 2000s, we're moving right along. Um, oh, and Kirsten, your comment is, I'm calling this the tech shift. So in the 2000s, we did yes. see a lot more of the introduction of like the iPad, the iPod, um, cell phones, like all that stuff. I got my first cell phone in the early 2000s. So. <laughs> Love that for me. Love that for you too. Um, 
let's see. So first one is brats, which I put a, I'm like, cause we didn't so have I enough see. body dysmorphia from Barbie. <laughs> we had to have brats. Just say the only thing that was intangible for me as a child was the fact that her whole foot could come off to change her shoes. <laughs> like yet again, yeah. another unrealistic <laughs> expectation for women to I fully know. replace your whole foot just foot. to put on a new shoe. <laughs> right. That's all I want to say about that. That I a hundred percent I'm on board with you. Those lips were amazing though. I can't <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Amazing. Well, and the outfits. I mean, they did have a passion for fashion. Indeed. Oh my gosh. Well, and nowadays you have rats, you have Barbie, you have, uh, what is that high school monster, monster high or whatever it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's so many different types now, but I mean, truly, I feel like the brats came in and just took Barbie for a spin. They're like, well, (laughs) well, and to to Barbie's credit, she is much more politically correct. Now she comes in a variety of different sizes. She's promoting women in STEM. Like she's come a long way. She has. So yeah, we, 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 we respect her. We we respect that. Um, but yeah, brats, I, growing up I had you know you have the Bratz dolls you know you yeah. and I'm just like I ugh, I don't know I don't know <laughs> expectations abound it's like watching a Disney movie and they all have unrealistic hair expectations <laughs> same That's thing true same same uh, okay um Beyblades yeah. Beyblades. I, I would like to say that I loved these things and to this day Caden still plays with these Philip had some. Love Philip it. Philip had some. They're they're cool. Love the show. Love the product. That's oh. all I want to. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about the show. Oh my gosh. And they still make them. Obviously, it's not the original. I just want to say that if anybody is an OG Beyblades watcher from like this time zone, uh, Kai was the like the character. Like if you simped for anyone, this is a new term. If you simp for anyone when it comes to that as a little kid, you're like, Kai is my guy. Kai is amazing. He's broody. He's bratty. And I love it. <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm going to put my two cents in. Little Kirsten yeah. was like, Kai, <laughs> that's the one. Cute. We love that. Anyway. Um, electronic Hulk hands. We all remember that commercial. I do remember that commercial. I I don't think we really subscribed to these. I don't really remember. I don't, I don't think we did either. Mm-hmm. Um, but the commercial was cool. Yeah, it was very cool. It reminded me yeah. of like the, the rock'em sock'em or bop'em sock'em, whatever they are. Yeah, no. Sock'em boppers. Yes, sock yes. Boppers. That's exactly More what fun than a pillow, pillow fight. fight. Yes. Where that from. <laughs> also not sponsored. Um, yeah. That has stated my brain, but I can't remember <laughs> like what I had for breakfast yesterday. Guys. This is. <laughs> Wait, but we remember that. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Oh. I don't really remember the Hulk hands as much as I remember those. <laughs> All right. Um, Ignore me having an existential crisis over here. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Just silence as we reminisce. Uh, oh, God. I don't know what Robo Sapiens are. That's the next one on the I, list. Yeah, I don't know either. I have no idea um, what that is. They were apparently popular, but not with me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, anyone out here, you know what that is. You let us know because we don't know. Um. Also, I would kind of like to lump a few things here if you don't yes. mind. Yeah, lump. So 
as the note suggests previous, this is what we saw, you know, and I remember this as well growing up and seeing all this technology come out. So I'd like to lump this technology. We had the Xbox, the PlayStations that were coming out with the 360, PlayStation 3, iPods, uh, the Wii was huge, iPads, Nooks. Now we have Kindles. My mom had a Nook. Like this was the age of receiving tech related gifts. And it was no longer just about like your action figures, your dolls, your whatever. Like this was pure technology coming in. Also, I would just like to clarify a Nook is the Barnes and Noble version (laughs) of a Kindle. Gross. Um, We have to specify that. Yeah. Kindle's Amazon. Nobody knows what that is. Yeah. Kindle is Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. So the Nook was the precursor, I guess, to the Kindle. Yeah. It kind of, they, they came out at similar similar times. I think the Kindle has obviously taken off for sure. And they've updated it several times. I don't really know what happened to the Nook, but whatever. I'm sure it's been phased out at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. If not, it's on its way. I would imagine, but I'm not I would sure. say, Maybe. I mean, Barnes and Noble is on its way out. So who knows? <sighs> Which also makes me sad, but I know anyway. <laughs> that's another existential crisis for another day. Agreed. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So you said you covered we and we, you, and then yeah. there's a let's rock Elmo. What is, is that just a tickle me Elmo, but different? I'm assuming he has some sort of instrument. There's also yeah. big hugs, Elmo. Elmo has stood the test of time is basically yeah. what this is telling me. <laughs> and as I've gotten older, his voice has become more annoying. I would agree. But I'm also <laughs> not a child. So maybe. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, we stand Sesame Street. They're very good over there. They do a good job. But like. They do. I mean, and also the age of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They had a re-release. So again, Oh, yeah. You've got these older, um, older things that were really popular trying to repopulate themselves back into the toy community. So, yeah. yeah. Ooh, BB-8 droid. We love BB-8. <laughs> so cute. So I... cute. We love a good Star Wars. Was not product. always a fan of Star Wars. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but I'm glad that you really enjoyed that. Yeah, I do. I yeah. I mean, some will say that the Disneyfication of Star Wars has mm. uh, ruined the Star Wars franchise, which yeah. I mean, fair point. Sure. But also, I think they're doing a good job creating content for those who love Star Wars. So they're keeping it alive. Yeah. And um, I, yeah. and they're not doing a terrible job. Like, I loved oh. the last movies. I was totally satisfied with all that. Tyler actually just watched. Um, that new that's on disney plus is it oh i feel terrible now i just told somebody about this too there's like a new um series on disney plus with is it and is it oh it's um the one Andor. is that what it's called maybe i don't know it's a new series he's really enjoying it and to that point like he's watched the mandalorian and that kind of series so i mean yeah I, i would say they're doing a good job yeah I think so. It's entertaining content, right? Like, right. Yeah. You know. Um, Hatchimals. <laughs> I've watched many a YouTuber try yes. to make this happen. Um, I mean, look between Hatchimals and fingerlings, I think this goes back to us with what the is fingerling. I think they're just like mini pets that you can put on your fingers if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. And there's like a jungle gym that they can like play on. It's like little animal figurines sort of 
Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That, I don't know that much about it. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But um, the Hatchimals, I feel like is just an activity. You just like try to make the animal hatch and then you're done with the toy. Correct. And I think, uh, honestly, that's kind of on the toy companies because if you're only stimulating the child for that 0.5 seconds of opening the package, like that's great. But what do you do with it afterwards? And since then I have seen, um, like them come out with play sets that you can then put your Hatchimals in to make it more of like an activity. But I mean, it seems like a one hit wonder to me. It's all about the money, honey. Right. The instant gratification. And then they just reset because correct. Three seconds of fun. (laughs) But also, um, I'm surprised slime's not on here. I am also surprised, but I feel like that's now a new thing. Like I, I I would say that the 2000, I would say the 2020s, for example, would probably see a slime hype more than that's fair. The regular 2000s, because I don't remember slime being a big thing. I remember those sticky hands. I remember slap bracelets. I remember. Yeah. You know, but those, those I would associate with more of like the nineties though. And early two thousands. Interesting that they didn't appear, yeah. but maybe yeah. because it's Christmas gifts. So I, that's know, true. Just that's to true. resurface, this is Christmas gifts, not necessarily the most popular toys. This is just what people were getting as gifts yeah. for the holidays. Yeah. So yeah. just, you know, I guess that makes more sense. Thank you for that clarification. I was You're getting welcome. lost. I was, I was getting lost also in the getting, sauce. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't remember this being the most popular, but it's just the most popular gifts of the 2000s that yeah 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 that makes more sense and then uh rounding it out (laughs) yep rounding it out we've got um so we'll figure out what fingerlings are on your own because we can't get (laughs) it together and then um apple airpods Mm -hmm. air and then uh the baby shark song puppet baby shark. no don't you even dare gross we're gonna get a copyright Not if I, it's my version. It's Baby Shark <laughs> Blair's version. <laughs> Blair's edit. Of the and remix. you're welcome. It's going to be stuck in your head for the rest of eternity. Thank you very much. Disgusting. All right. Well, I'm going to stick this right down into the bottom because we're going to move forward away moving, from Baby Shark. Moving forward. Um. Okay. This is the end portion of our special. And this is just to say some of these toys um, are extremely special to a lot of people and they've won awards for 2022. So basically, go ahead. I was going to say, um, Lego cleaned up in this, in <laughs> like, yes. they are, it, yes. Lego is having a time out here in the toy market and they're expensive as hell. So I like good for them. Good yes. for them. I would say that's kind of my only caveat with this. So, uh, at least with Lego. Um, so there are these things called Toy of the Year Awards. And this is something that gets put out every year. And it's worth 17 categories of toys. Uh, I'm, If you're okay with it, I'm just going to run through each of them. And we can Do kind it. of like hash it out at the end. Sure, sure. So here's what we've got. Uh, category number one. Action figure of the year is Jurassic World Dominion Super Colossal gigantosaurus <laughs> which is a mouthful Yeet. um this is made by mattel incorporated the next category is collectible of the year this is where lego comes in and begins to take everything by storm lego minifigures the muppets by lego systems incorporated construction toy of the year lego marvel i am groot lego systems incorporated uh which is hilarious 
Creative Toy of the Year, Magic Mixies Magical Crystal Ball. This is by Moose Toys, and I have seen a demo on this. It is actually very cute. Um, Doll of the Year, Black Panther Wakanda Forever Fresh Fierce Collection. This is by the Fresh Dolls. Game of the Year, Pokemon Trading Card Game, not surprising. Pokemon Go Elite Trainer Box. This is by the Pokemon Company International. Uh, Grown-up Toy of the Year, Lego Ideas, The Office, Lego Systems Incorporated, which I also laughed at. <laughs> uh, infant Toddler Toy of the Year, Co- Coco Melon. Melon. My, brain, Melon. my brain went Co- Coco Melon. <laughs> uh, but Coco Melon, Ultimate Learning Adventures Bus, this is by Just Play. License of the Year is Squishmallows We love Jazz a good Squishmallow. <laughs> we yes. do. They're all the rage. Uh, outdoor tour of the year is Twister Splash by Wow Wee. That sounds like a lot of fun. Playset of the year, Lego Super Mario Adventures with Peach Starter Course. Very particular. This is by Lego Systems Incorporated. Plush toy of the year, a 16-inch Squishmallow. Yes. <laughs> Just very specific, again, by Jazzwares. Preschool toy of the year, Crayola Color and Erase Reusable Mat by Crayola LLC. Ride on of the year is a Mario Kart 24V Ride on Racer by Jack Specific. Specialty toy of the year, Anne Williams Craftastic Nature Scavenger Hunt Potions. This is Ooh. by Play Monster Group LLC and Snap Circuits. Not really sure. sure. Um, Steam toy of the year, Bill Nye's VR Science Kit by a bath. Abacus brands, which I would love to get my hands on. Same. And then vehicle of the year rounding out is Lego Technic McLaren Formula One race car by Lego Systems Incorporated. So there you go. That is the 17 category lineup for 2022. And Lego did indeed dominate the circuit, I would say. Shout out to Lego. Truly yes. an incredible product. Also yes. on TikTok somewhere, mm. I um I saw this mom say that she, so like when your kids want new Legos and they're like you or they're growing out of Legos, I guess you're left with all of these like random pieces and you don't know what to do with them, but you can actually donate them. Oh, that's yeah. like so, sets or just pieces, just pieces, like random, like you could donate a whole tub of oh. like random Lego pieces just because. Um, they're plastic, so you don't want to like throw them away. That's fair. You know? yeah. But you can actually, there's like a specific, I think maybe even correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you can like mail them back to Lego oh. as well, or they have like a donation fund or something like that. So they can just recycle the pieces. That's super cool. That doesn't surprise yeah. me though. Cause I mean, if you've got all these random, cause this is telling. So I apologize to Lego in advance for what I'm about to say. Um, but all of the Pokemon sets are made by Mega Constructs, which is like their competitor. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if Lego does this because I honestly don't have anything specifically from Lego, but Mega Constructs puts extra pieces. So, you know, if you lose one or heaven forbid, it's not in one of the numbered packs that you're going through and like assembling it with you've got these main extra pieces from each pack to help you build so I can imagine even if you're done with Legos and it wasn't necessarily a set that you were building to make something I imagine even those would be super useful to like give back and be like hey I'm good thanks for the extras but I don't need them <laughs> yeah oh cool yeah so very cool don't come for me Lego I would love to buy one but to Blair's point they're hella expensive <laughs> they are they very are expensive. they're cool though they're very cool. Even the ones at Costco we were seeing 
Oh, like yeah. they usually have pretty good deals and they're really expensive. I would love to um, like have a room of them, honestly. Like. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's yeah. it's a good it's a good time. Um so I the other thing I was gonna say is like mm-hmm. the ride-on of the year, like the Mario Kart <laughs> ride-on racer thing. There's these kids down the street that have like a Tesla like battery vehicle, which all like- Teslas are battery, but it's like for kids. Right. Right. It's the Tesla for children. Got to start them early. Yeah. You know? And it, I'm like, excuse me. What? <laughs> <Did I? laughs> what? Okay. I'm going to tell this? you. And they're making like, like Range Rovers now mm-hmm. and like Mercedes of these like little battery powered ride on things yeah. for kids. I'm like, excuse me. My kid does not need a luxury car. Liam, uh, my nephew, uh, he, I don't know if it runs or what it actually is. I don't know if it's like a full thing. My brother would have to speak on this. Chris, let me know. But, um, they have a tank, a Stop it. tank. I will have to get a picture to you. He has Stop a tank it. and it was oh in his, God. it's in his nursery. I don't, again, I don't know if it's battery operated or if it's just like a little bed or something, but he has a literal tank. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which I thought is so This is cute. out of control. I feel like when we were growing up, it was like the Tonka dump, dump truck one yes, and then yes. the Barbie Jeep. And that yes. was it. Yes, They were all the range. I did not have those. We had like the, the Hot Wheels trike that you still have. Oh to like yeah, pedal. yeah. 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 We <laughs> so. had, we had a, a, the dump truck one. That's cute. Yeah. And we I would ride that. around the yard with it or whatever. And dad would charge it. That's it amazing. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, this is very, this is very informative. I would say so. Um, anything else from you? Anything that we haven't covered? I don't think so. Um, you guys let us know if you want to hear about any other toys or, mm-hmm. you know, if you liked this and we'll do the same thing next year, you yeah. know, maybe with a little something else, a little extra spice or whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, but other than that, like have a happy holidays, you guys. Yeah. Whatever you're celebrating, please be safe, travel safe. If you are traveling and if not enjoy a warm beverage and snuggle up and just get all cozy in your home and definitely do it on my behalf. Cause I will be traveling. Um, yeah. You'll be stressed y'all. <laughs> I will be stressed. Um, but as always, if you want to send us anything, email us at mediocre at gmail.com or send us a tweet at mediocre squawks. And I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah, we will. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.